It's happening. For the second week in a row, the song continues to grow on me. It's a comeback. Slow motion skateboarding through empty swimming pools in Southern California. Topless girls on the beach. Hey, it is an all-new episode of The Loftus Party, uh, the premier comedic conservative liberty loving podcast i want to thank everybody for listening i want to thank everybody for telling your friends because the numbers are continuing to grow it's so exciting it's so exciting i couldn't be happier we've had we've got we got a lot of updates today we got uh we got to get an update from uh, the liberty gimlet who's back from beer fest we got to talk about the vox adpocalypse uh we got to talk about uh, the stand-up that I've been doing, this, the shows that we've got coming up. we got to talk about Trump in London, D-Day, immigration, Hyde Amendment, impeachment. Oh, there's so much Godzilla. i got to talk to you guys about Godzilla and the way I think Hollywood is moving, the way I think box office results are going to be moving. These are exciting times we live in, and it's all just coming up, sunshine, rainbows, and, and glistening skin in the moonlight. So <laughs> that was random, right? I had so many, I had so many thoughts that went through my head of like different things that I could say, <laughs> but I opted for glistening skin in the moonlight. That's there what, you go. that's how Carrie Fisher, that's what she wanted on her, uh, on her, uh, tombstone that she was choked by her, choked by her own, choked to death by her own bra while gently bathed in moonlight or something like that. So let's jump right in. There's a couple of like of little exciting side notes that I'll that I'll throw in kind of randomly. It'll seem random, but it won't be random. Right out of the gate, I need uh, an update on the beer festival. The the I don't know the, uh, were these microbreweries? Was it was it Coors Light throwing this thing? Where did you go? What did you <laughs> if drink? It was Coors- What's the last thing you remember? <laughs> um, if it was Coors Light throwing it, I wouldn't have gone. Um, Mm -hmm. Asheville is kind of like ground zero in North Carolina for the craft beer movement. So they have a lot of nifty little breweries there in town. And then the region ended up getting folks like Sierra Nevada and, um, Oscar blues, which originated in Denver. Um, Highland brewery started there. So there's a lot of good ones. They generally get somewhere between 40 and 50 breweries coming to beer fest. Um, wow. Normally, 40 to 50 breweries all bring four taps. This year, they only brought two because they condensed the space so, so that they could have this, I know, so that they could have this Camp Fest Palooza thing. And they had the coolest things. Um, there are these, like, vans that are converted into, like, travel vans that have a bed in them, that have a sink, that have a stove, that have all this stuff in just two seats. So it's like the answer to the RV. Wow, that's and, cool. Yeah, like my husband and I were looking at them. We're like, we so need one of these. So, um, be very careful. Be what? very careful because this is how uh, this is how dreams start. This is how <laughs> addictions start. I've yeah, already. I've, I know. No, I'm I'm a t- I'm turning into a tiny houses guy. Oh I'm, my god! Do you know they sell them on Amazon? I have. There's a girl that I follow on. On Twitter, her name is Maggie Battles. Just going to give you a shout out, Maggie Battles. She <laughs> okay. is she's she's into these things too, and they're doing some insanely cool stuff. I know because like usually, like tiny houses are like little cottages and like RVs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They're all kind of similar, but there's there's a group of like really cool people mm-hmm. like reinventing this crap. And like you've got these like little tiny houses that have these awesome decks on the roof, mm-hmm. and they're just I'm like, I could live there. I could live in one of those. Have you seen the show? Things. No, I have not. No, no, that'll be the end of me. That'll be the. That'll be. Oh the my crap. god, the show is the... fantastic. I, for... wait, I forget TLC. I think it's called Tiny Houses. Oh you yeah. You should see some of. The... Oh my god, they actually built a tiny house for like a family of four, and everybody fit, and everybody was happy. I am. T- it's listen. We're 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 straying very far from politics. This is actually what I hate. Slash I'm love sorry. about about podcast. No, but it's great. It's like, hey, this is what gets our juices running, and and I'm I'm digging it. It's it's honest. I watched a video on YouTube <clears throat> from Australia, and mm-hmm. this guy, uh, this guy and his girlfriend bought this land dirt cheap, 
after some huge wildfire years ago in Australia. They're always doing battle with the thing. So he built this uh, tiny house, but it's on wheels. And mm-hmm. this thing was so cool. And and he, he actually like lifted the ceiling. He's like, cause uh, he, he designs uh, like bathrooms and does bathroom remodeling for a living. That's his day job. But he's like, his, my problem with a tiny house is usually the ceilings are too low, makes you feel claustrophobic. So I wanted to do is I lifted the ceiling. And so it was everything I loved. Sweet, cool deck, sweet patio, big ceilings, had a second floor. It was fantastic. And yep. I'm like, I will do that. I will do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so that. And, and lots of good beer. Shout yeah. out to Ginger's Revenge. They're the only alcoholic ginger beer I know of. Still a fabulous product. It, it's it's weird. I haven't uh, haven't had beer in a while, mm-hmm. uh, but I I really like. <clears throat> and every, everyone's tastes are different. I was never into, uh, like those those heavy ones. You know, like the ones where uh, it has the big foam on the top, and then mm-hmm. you you put a slice of lemon like this the foam was so thick like a big hunk of lemon would just sit on top of it and not even fall through i, I wasn't a fan of those it was too too rich it was like mm-hmm. it was like drinking a, a loaf of bread Hi. i liked uh i like the i like the stella i like the stella atois uh, yeah it was i'm so not crisp it was so I, I like i like a good clean like crisp who who's who's rocking it in that um, Belgians, I don't really drink those. I'm a big uh, IPA and Imperial IPA and Imperial Stout and Russian Stout kind of girl. There you go. Well, I, I love it. And I, I look forward to seeing all the pictures and, and reading the article that you're going to put at the loftusparty.com <laughs> because that's what we're all about. Just very quickly, just very quickly. That was, that was a gentle, that was, a, I was being very gentle there. Mm-hmm. That was a, just a little nudge. I want to say, uh, I want to give a big shout out. To our new friends, Gimlet and 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 uh, Kung Fu Rick, I want to give a, a, a shout out to our new friends at Firearm Guard Firearm F I R E A R M G U A R D dot com Firearm These are the new friends of the show. We're digging them. They have an amazing product. I was talking to the guy who started this, and I and I I really needed to, to speak with him again because I don't want to give away uh, any like trade secrets. The, what this guy has, it's amazing. If you have uh, guns and and ammunition, and you have a a safe for your your firearms, and you want to keep everything uh, dry and get all the humidity out of there to make sure your ammo and your guns, there's no rust, there's no mildew, anything like that. This dude has an awesome invention. It is 100% organic. Uh, it comes in a little burlap bag and it's super cheap. It's super cheap for like 20 bucks. You get this little burlap bag and it's, I don't want to talk about what it's, uh, let me just say it's organic. It is time tested. This thing is amazing. So you shell out nineteen ninety five, and this thing is guaranteed. I believe I, I'm looking at the, at the website right now. I don't want to speak out of turn, uh, but the, but this thing is one hundred percent guaranteed. Now here's the great thing. Uh, you you go to firearmguard.com, and this is going to take the humidity out of any. Like say uh, say you've got a camper or an RV, like we're talking about, and you're like, eh, get kind of a throw one of these things in there. I don't know uh, how many you're going to need per per square footage. I need to learn more about the product, but it's insanely effective, insanely amazing. So 1995 gets you one of those. However, I've always wanted to say this. I've always wanted to say this. If you put in the code MAGA, that's the code that he and I came up with. M-A-G. You put in the code MAGA. That's going to be your Loftus Party discount. (laughs) Nice. Yes. You're going to save money. Uh, and then the Loftus party is going to get a little piece of that. So it's it's a wonderful thing. And then we're working out this, you guys. A buck from your purchase is going to go to a fund to help get Donald Trump reelected. So I don't know what the downside is. You're getting an organic product. It's safe around animals, uh, kids, and pets. It's going to keep your guns dry, your ammo dry, your RV dry. Uh, the, the, your gym bag, your gym locker, whatever it is. And it's, 
and I love the fact that it's organic. It's a small business. This is what I've always wanted. This is what I've always wanted for the loftusparty.com for this show. So, yeah, there's a little kickback for me. That's how this thing works. We're going to raise some money for the show. We're going to raise some money to help get Trump get elected. We're going to help out a small business. It's an amazing product. you got to go to firearmguard.com and check out the different uh, the, the different bags, the different designs. But it, it's it's amazing. And i got to talk to uh, my buddy George over there again just to get the lowdown because I want to know what I can and cannot say on the air. But uh, I tell you, it's – I'm completely jazzed about this. I ran into, uh, I actually was holding on to one. I should have just kept it. I should have just kept it. When I was doing stand up in Nashville, they had, uh, there's a, there's a girl that, that the guy from this company knows and that I know, and her company does all the MAGA hats and the Trump stuff for the big rallies. Like they're the official. And she turned me onto this product and I was, I was blown away and I really dug it. And that's what I've always wanted. You know, like when we, when we started this thing, uh, a couple of years ago, it's like, okay, small business is this and this, and we help and we promote and it's all good. So do me a favor, but you got to use, you got to use that code, uh, MAGA, M-A-G-A. So, uh, yeah, the Loftus party gets a little help. You get a great product. And then we, we give a buck for the reelect Donald Trump campaign. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. There is no downside. And, and this is like, so radio, this is so Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> it is. It's an amazing product. I'm getting I've already purchased some uh, for my place and I'm in Southern California. But like uh, I'm going to put one I'm going to put one in my in my closet. Keep my keep my shoes dry. So that's what's going on. Isn't that exciting? Yes, it's very exciting. I'm totally jazzed. Firearmguards.com. Fire. <laughs> I put on the radio voice. OK, so a lot to get caught up on. A lot of fun to be had. Uh, I think I, I, I did a little teaser on, I want to talk about Godzilla. I also want to talk about dark Phoenix and, and rocket man and just the, the trend I see. Have you seen all of these movies? Cause now I'm scared. No, I have not. Okay. No, I have all not. Right. However, right. I feel uh, better now. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not going to listen. I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to pay cash money to see dark Phoenix. I'm not going to pay cash money to see rocket man. And evidently <laughs> the rest of America agrees with me. Oh really? The Rocket Man's getting panned? Yeah, that's it's dropping off. Really oh, fast. that's awful. Because I mean, the preview was fantastic. I know. I the know. Trailer was but, really like, good. I was hoping that was going to be as good as Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, you know what? I didn't dig Bohemian Rhapsody. There's oh, like, yeah, I did. There's one part. Uh, I, I don't want to get into the Hollywood stuff too early, but I just don't okay. listen. Um, this guy that I, I'm on tour with. Uh, Brian Hayner, mm-hmm. who uh, and he's going to be on the show too. We got some amazing guests, you guys. I'll, I'll tease this really quick. So we keep teasing. It's like a it's like a, a fancy French restaurant where we just keep bringing out little menu items. Oh, we'll talk about this. Uh, we're gonna have uh, Cassie Dillon on the show. She's oh, she she does a lot of stuff for uh, Daily Wire. She's amazing. She's very funny, really smart. I ran into her. A couple weeks ago, when I was down at the Daily Wire, I was hanging out with uh, Andrew Claven, which I'm reaching out to him again. We have a, a little side thing going on. So we're going to have Cassie Dillon on the show. We're going to have uh, Adam Yenser on the show. Adam Yenser is someone that you you, you need to know about. We want to we wanna help him and support uh, some funny stuff that he's doing. Very talented dude. Uh, we're going to have Brian Hayner on the show. We're going to have Reno Collier on the show. I think it's about time we visit uh, Pete Corrielli again, my buddy PD. Hey, PD. Uh, some more stand-ups. It's just going to – listen, the show's just getting better and better. You guys, for the new people, and there's a ton of you. There's a ton of you. So welcome aboard. We got a lot of big plans for the show. You, you came in at a perfect time to, to dip into the show. So about the Queen thing – uh, Brian Hayner, amazing guitarist. He's a big session musician. I cannot wait to tell you guys what he's working on now. But there's le- legitimately a uh, what do you call that when you sign the non-disclosure? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he had to sign one of those. Uh, so it must be big. It must be big. He, he has not. He's not broken his agreement, you guys. But I can't wait to find out. He's uh, he knows all these guys. Brian plays with all these guys. He plays with uh, 
like the Michael McDonald's of the world. He plays mm-hmm. with the Avenged Sevenfolds of the world. He plays with Jeff Bridges when when Bridges wants to to jam. He plays with these great funk musicians. He he plays with uh, Brian May the from Queen. Mm-hmm. Like he knows these dudes, and it's it's amazing and good and awesome. And and uh, Hainer is a big uh, a big Queen fan. And we, we were talking about the movie, and, and I was like, eh, you know, I had, I had my problems. M- most of my problems were, like, with, with the performance and, and the direction and, and some of the choices. And, like, mm-hmm. I, saw, I saw a VH1 special about that huge party that um, uh, Freddie Mercury threw, that, this epic party. It, it was like, it was like an, an hour on VH1 just devoted to this epic, like, week-long party uh, Freddie Mercury had and, and – s- Anyway, they were very kind to Freddie Mercury. They played around with the timeline, whatever. It was, it was a kind of a, a cleaned up, blah 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 version. It was okay. It was okay. Um, I don't want to get too deep into it right now, uh, but just it's it it's funny uh, how how Hollywood's trying to lead us in a certain way. They really are, and America's just not into it. <laughs> And it's great. It's it's wonderful. And the box office is the box office is like the uh, electoral college. The box office is like our fantastic republic. And when you vote, and people vote with their wallets, and Hollywood's trying to convince us something is real and something is happening, and America's going, mm, no, not real, not really, not no. happening. And it's wonderful. I'm telling you, I'm voting with my pocketbook all over the place now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm into it. I'm into it. So, yeah. which leads us to the next thing. So this is great. So now we're into it. Now we're into the meat and potatoes of the show. It's it's funny. It's upbeat. It's optimistic. Hopefully, it's funny. Hopefully, I've, we've done something a little bit amusing. Uh, the Vox Adpocalypse. I think that's a great way to start because it kind of is, uh, you know, boycotts and small uh, small groups making big noises, trying to ruin people's careers and livelihoods. Uh, See, I don't think it's small groups. Well. I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I think uh, the Vox Adpocalypse, if you guys don't know, just a, just a little bit of background, just to get everybody up to speed. Uh, Steven Crowder, mm-hmm. conservative uh, conservative comedian, although I haven't seen him in the clubs lately. I haven't. I don't know when the last time Steven Crowder actually did a set at a, <laughs> at a comedy no, club. No, no. He, 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 I mean, he does his show five days a week now, so... Oh, he's busy. He's extremely yeah. busy. Listen, I want to get Crowder on stage. Like when I go, uh, we're hitting, uh, we're hitting Florida uh, in a couple weeks, and then we're going to be putting some dates together in Texas. I think that's where Crowder is. I'm not sure, but I'd love to get so. him on stage. I would love to get him on stage. He's a very funny dude. He's a, mm-hmm. I'm, listen. I'm just busting balls because he hasn't been on stage. So, uh, so there's this dude, uh, Carlos Maza. Carlos Maza, who. Yeah. Uh, is at Vox. I guess he used to be at Media Matters. Now he's at oh, Vox. He's a he pure st- activist. Yeah. Yeah, but he started this yeah. YouTube channel. Uh, and what's his Twitter handle? Gay Wonk. Gay Wonk. Yes. Yeah. So he started this uh, this YouTube channel, and and Stephen Crowder started doing answer videos. Like mm-hmm. he would do, he would answer back, and he would make fun of this dude. Same like and he does with the Young Turks. I mean, he's like everybody. The, yeah, he's been doing it yeah. to the Young Turks forever. So uh, a couple days ago, gay wonk Carlos Maza has he's, he's had enough. He says he's had enough and it's continuing and it's relentless and he can't take it anymore. And how can YouTube allow this? And so YouTube looked at uh, Crowder's all these videos, over a thousand videos, I guess. And they're like, yeah, we got nothing really here to to demonetize him. Although we find a T-shirt that he sells offensive. Uh, socialism is for fags. No, figs. It was actually figs. It's actually an F, a picture of a fig, and a G. That's hilarious. I thought it was Che Guevara. It's Che, it's actually, it's Che Guevara, and it says socialism is for figs. Mm. That makes it 100% worse. That makes it 100% worse. So, uh, no, that, that, that YouTube stepped in. So, the last I heard. Oh, and Shopify. Shopify took it down. Yeah, and YouTube is like, we're going to demonetize your channel until you stop selling these T-shirts on our site. So, mm-hmm. uh, so then let's okay. So let's get this out of the way. Yes, YouTube is a private company and they can do whatever they want. So pfft, there, we said it. 
hooray. Uh, however, it's all it's all bogus. It's all horrible. I think it was extremely. This was a coordinated attack, and oh, completely. it's and it's what they've they they do it to Hannity. They do it to Rush Limbaugh. They do it to Tucker Carlson. They do it to Laura Ingram. Uh, they go uh, for maximum effect. I I, I did. did see, go ahead. Did you see all of the content creators that got hit? No, I did not. It, my heart. Oh my will god, break. no, dude. My heart will break. No, it it's um independent journalists who were covering Antifa rallies and white supremacist rallies who actually get their footage licensed by major news corporations. Yeah, I saw got their MIT. videos got their videos taken down. A whole bunch of professors and teachers that make videos about Nazi Germany and World War II yeah. got their videos taken down. That's the, the MIT group. They're trying to teach people about the yeah. horrors and the dangers of exactly. the rise of the Nazi party. They're trying to help people out. Yeah. And it's uh it ain't good. It and, ain't and good. And a whole bunch and a whole bunch of other creators literally got there was one guy who literally makes soothing YouTube videos with I like calming one. sounds. Yeah, he's from Australia, and he's like, I don't know what I did to violate the terms of service. I don't know. I love this channel. I'm just trying to help people. He's got he's got a video. It's like two hours long. He got a. It's and I watched a bunch of it. It was very soothing. It's a cabin by a lake. in a thunderstorm, and it's Uh like the poor guy. He's like he gets an email. He he has like three hundred dippy patchouli smelling dude. Just like I just want to help people sleep. I'm just trying to be a nice guy. Get off he of has YouTube. Like Three hundred thousand subscribers. I he gets know. demonetized overnight and gets some email that says your content is not contributing to the overall health of the community or something. It. How insane is that? How insane is that? It's just like the people that got hit make zero sense. But literally, people whose footage is used by news organizations across the country. Okay? They sell their footage to people like CNN, NBC, channels gone. It's uh well here's what I covered on mine. I you go, go to uh the Loftus party on YouTube. Uh, my my quickly growing YouTube channel. We're over 5,000 strong. Brought to you by FirearmGuards.com. Use code MAGA and receive 10% off your order. So it, here's what I did on mine. Uh, my, my little metaphor was this. It's like uh, it's like kids fighting in a classroom. It's really so ju- – this whole thing is so juvenile that like it's like uh, third graders. And Carlos Maza sitting in class and and uh, Steven Crowder sitting next to him. Now, me and a bunch of other content creators, we're also in this classroom. And uh, Carlos Maza starts talking trash. And then Steven Crowder goes, hey, and starts teasing him and starts teasing him. Because if you look back at Carlos uh, Maza's Twitter feed, and all this is in my video, he's, mm-hmm. he, he, he has a tweet from like a year ago. He's like, there's a conservative commentator who's making fun of me. And this might be the closest I've been to a long-term relationship in a long time. So it was all like, ha, ha, ha. And <laughs> and then like like a kid in a classroom, Crowder didn't stop. He like kept it going. He kept it going and he got under Carlos Maza's skin. Now, to keep this in context, and this is according to now this, that that extremely conservative uh, site. Now this over the course of two years, Crowder made seven videos. I know hardly two any years. when you're talking about five days a week. Right. That's nothing. That's well, nothing. Like I, uh, it's like me making a video about asparagus. Like, yeah, maybe it'll happen. I don't know. So anyway, uh, Carlos Maza waited until uh, Gay Pride Month, and then he unleashed this little uh, greatest hits video of of Stephen Crowder, you know, using these hate words, blah blah blah. So that's when, that's when they call in. The big teacher. They call in Miss YouTube, Miss YouTube, Stephen's making fun of me. And then Miss YouTube has a giant classroom. It's not just this classroom, it's an entire school, it's an entire school system. There are so many videos on YouTube. So then YouTube makes the mistake of addressing this. They should have just said nope and moved Which on. Which they did first. Well, they should have stuck to their guns. They should have stuck to their guns because now they've unleashed the AI. They've unleashed the AI and they've added new and they've words and screwed catch- things up so bad. Yes. 
Yes. And you have but, innocent Australian tree huggers who are just trying exactly. to help people sleep to soothing beach sound. That poor guy. Well, he's got to be devastated. Named, he's got to be devastated. There's a guy named Keem who has like five million followers on YouTube. Yeah. And he personally reached out to the hundred biggest YouTube channels. Wow. And they basically said they're going after all of these media people. Who are into deplatforming. Like, you think you can get an army, dude? Five million people don't read Vox. Five million people look at me. I think he's got PewDiePie on board. It's going to be if, a bloodbath. If he does, if he does, and I'm not even, I'm not even kidding you. People, and it, they have to be terrified. Now, now, PewDiePie seems like a genuinely nice person. Like, mm-hmm. I think I would. And they I, go I think, after him all the time. Because they got to be terrified of that dude. Mm-hmm. What is he like? Forty-seven million, forty-eight yep. million. Mm-hmm. It's big. All he, ha- all PewDiePie has to do is go. You know what? YouTube is not a good, a good place for creators anymore. I'm going to Vimeo exclusively, or BitChute, or whoever, or whoever, and mm-hmm. that would be, uh, that would be the problem. It's it's very funny and like actually Crowder made this point uh, the other day. He's got a ton of videos, and that's the thing. It's like. Carlos Maza starts this up and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he, I, he's just helped Crowder so much. I know. So much. How many I bought members? a mug, guys. I'm not right? going to lie. I was so ticked. I bought a mug. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the other thing, though. When you look at what happened across the landscape in the last week, okay, the Washington Post and I don't want to lie, so I'm not going to say the other one. But I know for sure the Washington Post, they had the YouTube guidelines before YouTube made them public. Uh, so Carlos Maza complains for three to four days and goes back and forth in, with YouTube in this really public spat. And then overnight, somehow WAPO gets these guidelines before YouTube makes them public about at, that eventually are the guidelines that eventually demonetized Crowder and literally thousands of other people. Thousands yeah. of other people who don't have a secondary way to make money like Steven does. Okay. Yeah, that's um, that's 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 a good the point. problem. Um, then all of a sudden on Friday, the New York Times comes out with this garbage piece. And I don't know if you saw it about this kid who supposedly got radicalized online. And the proof that he was radicalized was that he started dating in an evangelical Christian and arguing politics with his liberal friends. Yeah. And then, the, oh my God. And they, they named all kinds of YouTubers and did that thing like they did with data and society and trying to, like, if you start watching this, you're going to end up here. And then you end up here. And I mean, of course, Shapiro. And they're going after Shapiro gangbusters. They're going after Ruben gangbusters. And they're going after Tucker Carlson gangbusters. And that's because those three people scare the living daylights out of the mainstream media. They showed a picture of James Franco. I know, or, or or whatever that kid's. He's he's got like this this like little millennial newscast. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm blah blah blah. A little, and it's like it what it it is what it is. It's not my but, cup of tea. But, but like th- there's nothing alt right about that dude. He's no. just like doing. Hey, it's, I'm the it's millennial news with a funny friendly guy guy. Blah blah blah. Nothing alt right okay, about that. Dude. Ben Shapiro is an Orthodox Jew. There can't be anything less alt right than that. Well, that's uh, that's that's the problem. That's the problem. I mean, Candace is Owens like, is a white supremacist. Okay, she's on a bunch of hit lists too. Hey, are you getting her I, I, taken? I down. saw it when Ted Lou p- played her uh, thing where she said she liked Hitler. That was, oh my god! Like, so well, yeah, so what they're gonna do? They go up. They go. They they go after Dennis Prager. They go after Ben Shapiro. They go after Candace Owens. It's it's all just sounds like like I, I'm, I keep coming back to the original point, and this is what if, if I and it has to be scary for PewDiePie to have this kind of with great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if and he has to think about it. He has to think about it. But all he has to do is go. Here's the new platform, fellas. Here we go. Now a lot of people will pick up the gravy. You know, because everyone who's lesser than PewDiePie, everyone who's been writing his coattails, they'll probably stay on YouTube for a while. But it it, it would just be – that's the – in the movie version, in the movie version, everybody just leaves the platform because well, uh, that's how YouTube was built. YouTube was built. Back in the day, there was, uh, there was iFilm, and that's mm-hmm. where – 
uh, a buddy of mine that we worked on, the George Lopez, we made this short movie uh, criticizing Michael Moore about uh, Fahrenheit nine one one. We did okay. we did a thing, and and the there was only a handful of platforms to put it on. One of the platforms that we did was was this like iFilm. We had millions of views, but there was no content. You just like looked at it, and you go, wow, we we have over a million views. That was that was right. crazy. And so for YouTube to rise above the pack, because they're like, here's what we're gonna do, you guys. You bring your content to us, uh, and we're going to share the revenue with you. We're going to sh- so that's that's how they became successful. They they made this deal. It's capitalism. And they made bank and on now, Steven Crowder. Yeah, and if yeah. they and if they start shutting that valve off, I want everyone to move. I would encourage everyone to move. You know who has really good ad revenue? Who? Theloftestparty.com. <laughs> We do. It's better. Than, I know. If we, if I could get, if I could get the views uh, uh, at theloftestparty.com, Oh my gosh, I'd leave YouTube so fast. But they're like the second largest search engine. They're the second mm-hmm. largest search engine only to Google, and Google owns flipping YouTube. So if you want to try to start uh, changing the way society makes decisions, if you want to start influencing decisions and the way people go about their day-to-day life and how they feel about certain subjects, that's where you start. That's where you start. Google knows what they have. YouTube knows what they have. And they're going to suggest videos to try to get you. They can they can change votes. They can change hearts and minds. It's all mm-hmm. about the culture. And it's something, oddly enough, that comes back to I mean, the people who have subscribed to the show for a long time. They realize, like, and we talked about this like a long time ago, Saudi Arabia. They're making a lot of big changes culturally. And I think they went too fast. I think they went too fast. But however, they're, you know, hey, women are driving. Hey, you can be after dark. You can do this. You can do that. Women can run the newspapers and the editorial page. Uh, so they might have pumped the brakes on that. But the thing is, and this is what always happens when, when people, when these high-minded people in their ivory towers, they try to start, okay, we're going to start changing society. Now, I'm a hypocrite now because I like what Saudi Arabia is doing. I like that they're actually trying to be, you know, go into the 21st century with women's rights and like driving cars and stuff like that. However, uh, it seems like with the liberal left, it's the progressive, it, it's the people that, that are in charge over at Google and YouTube uh, and in Hollywood, they are going to steer society in a certain direction. And if you don't want to be uh, taken in that direction, they're going to punish you. And no matter how safe and innocuous and, and wonderful your videos are, like Prager, you man, Prager—it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's just ridiculous. So I would well, love and, if if PewDiePie picked a new platform, I'd yeah. go with them. I'd totally go with them. Well, you know, and and the evidence for why they are relentlessly going after Fox News is is pretty clear when you look at the audience shares. Oh, yeah. I and mean, Brian Stelter, little little tater, he just cannot quit Fox News. No. He can't quit pointing it out, but the five gets 50% of the viewership in, in their time slot among the is, three stations. Tucker gets 54. <laughs> it's, it, you, can, you can look at this statistically. Universities have, have, have studied this. And if, if it's literally in terms of uh, balanced coverage, in terms of, hey, we have both sides of the issue. Hey, we have a conservative and we have a and liberal. an actual Democrat, yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Not a pretend yeah. Democrat. Like CNN has pretend Republicans on. Oh, my gosh. That, it, you just reminded me of a skit that I'm going to be doing with Adam Yenser that's so hilariously funny. I need to type that up. I need In to the like morning, that. CNN gets beat by the Hallmark Channel and Investigative Discovery. It's, 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 Fox it's, it's is hilarious. on top with Fox and Friends for the, cable, for the cable shows, right? Yeah. CNN is like number 12. It's Fox... Actually, and this is what I was saying, like statistically, you look at it, they actually present both sides of an issue. They present both sides of they an issue. They have Donna freaking Brazil on panels. She was head of the DNC. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. And and here's and now here's the thing, uh, Gimlet, that, that, that is just terrifying. 
So if you look at that, if you look at that, oh, here's the here, Fox has success by by presenting both sides of an issue. Fox has success in having real debates about issues. Now, granted, they've got they have their they have their opinion shows and they're very <laughs> successful. The Hannity's and the Laura Ingram's and stuff. However, they also have shows where they present both sides of the issues. You'd think that like CNN MSNBC and these other media outlets would go, we should do more of that. Like that's and and the and that that they don't CNN makes me frightened. Blackballed Alan freaking Dershowitz. Yeah. Because he refused to sign up for the Russian hoax. And the whole time he's going, nope, 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 nope. Turns out the dude was one hundred percent right. He goes on Fox News and tells a story when Alan Dershowitz Harvard-trained attorney, professor, commentator for what my whole life, right? Yeah. Got yeah. got bumped off of CNN in favor of Michael Avenatti. And and now why <laughs> why wouldn't they do that? Why see? And that's the thing that's you have to ask your, you have to ask ask yourself this. And this is like uh, I I would ask the 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 listeners to to think about this themselves as as I tell you my thoughts. They don't want to do that. They don't want to have uh, real debates for fear that they won't win, and and f- that's that's just it. So changing the hearts and mind, changing hearts and minds is more important than revenue, and that that is a really very scary, scary notion. If you if you sit and dwell upon it for just the 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 tiniest of bits, like they know they're losing money, they know they're losing viewers, but they're they're going to continue on because. Looking at the news through a progressive prism is more important to them than actually dealing with reality. It's, but people was, aren't watching. And they will say, we, we have the wrong messenger. They will say, hey, it's not the message, it's the messenger. So we shouldn't have this person on, we should have that person on. And, ooh, Rachel Maddow. Rachel Maddow's down in the ratings a little bit. I was I was very pleased to hear that. Uh, I was very pleased to, to hear well, that. Well, I mean, she's she's I'm looking. Uh, she is in the 9 p.m. slot, and hand, she's stealing from Cuomo. It looks like Cuomo's down to 19 percent of the viewing audience. Well, Rachel Maddow back and when she's at she's at 38 percent. Hannity's at 43. Back before the Mueller report, before mm-hmm. the Mueller report came out, there was a couple nights where uh, Maddow beat Hannity. Yep. So she's right there. She's right there. You got to look over your shoulder. And that's the thing. It's not it's she's a good messenger. She's like I I find her shtick boring. And it was too funny. I was talking to a bunch of the comics backstage. I did three shows last night at Comedy and Magic Club, Hermosa Beach, working on a bunch of new material. So much fun, you guys. Uh, what a great group of comics that I was hanging out with. And and. It's the conversation went to politics a little bit, a little bit. We were pr- pretty much talking about the, the coverage of it and everybody. It's too funny. Even my my super liberal friends. <laughs> There's this dude, Alan Havey. If you're if you're if you're in in, in my age range, you probably remember Alan Havey. He had what? He's a very funny guy. He's in a lot of movies, but but, but he's like, she drives me crazy. Matt, I'll just get to the point. Like she's got her little shtick where she'll, you know, slap the table. Today we're talking about the Constitution and tables, carpentry, and the Electoral College. What is a table? And like, okay, we get it. We get it. We get it. But anyway, she drags it out. But she's right there. Uh, yeah, I. It's. it actually is what adds uh, fuel to my fire is that, like, the fact that people don't want to play fair, they have no like YouTube doesn't have uh, they don't want to have a, a fair and honest debate. If you if you try to do a fairest and honest debate, they'll go, oh, that's hate speech and you're, you know, alt right and they'll demonetize you. So it's one of the reasons why I'm 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 back in the clubs and just taking uh, taking my show on the road because the American people are smart and they and people talk. You know, and we have Twitter and we have uh, ways to communicate. And there's this new one, Parlor, that that you just jumped on. I think Kung Fu Rick is on there. I jumped on. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, why not? I'm 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 all in favor. Everybody says make your own, create your own. Okay, well these these guys at Parlor have done it. I don't know. I don't. It doesn't seem to be like you know uh, white supremacist central. It seems like it's like the same people you see on Twitter. 
<laughs> yeah, they're just tired of getting their they're tired of getting their followers taken away. They're tired of getting their tweets throttled. They're tw- tired of, you know, I mean, I'm tired of it. I actually use Twitter to push content just like you do and make money, right? Mm-hmm. If you throttle my tweets, guess what I don't make? Money. So I signed up for Parler. I signed up for the IDW community. I am on Clout Hub, How, Hub and I am on Mind. Wow. Along with Twitter. My content is going up on all four of those platforms. And the one with the biggest ROI is the one where I'm going to spend my time. Gimlet is everywhere. Yeah. Gimlet is over there. Yeah. Well, you know where uh, I'm not anymore? Not wearing underwear. Yeah. No, where are you? Not? Google Chrome. Really? I refuse. I absolutely refuse. I, I downloaded. Thought you left, I thought you were you were a, a go duck go girl for a long time. Um, I am now using the Brave browser. And Brave. Brave. Um, so oddly, wanna... oddly, it was it was um, founded by remember Brendan Ike? No. The CEO of Mozilla, who was chased out because they found out he made a five thousand dollar donation to a pro traditional marriage group. What? How dare he throw him How out of dare Hollywood? He. So he no, he was thrown out, of, or he he ended up resigning from Mozilla because he was like he's honestly the first victim of the leftist mob that I know of. This was like five years ago. Wow. He went over and he started Brave, and what he's trying to do is upend the basically how you make money on the internet. So when I'm on Brave, I can view ads, and I, I only view the ads that I agree to view, and I earn BAT tokens. And then I can designate the website to get a portion of my BAT tokens every month. So I can actually pay the creators whose content I care about. Gimlet, how do I do this? How do I get how do I get Brave? How would I you how would I install it? Go to the interwebs and say Brave browser and then you download the appropriate one. The oh, so there's many there's 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 different ones to choose from. Well, I'm there's an Mac idiot and, and Mac and iOS. Oh, okay. Mac uh, Mac and excuse me, Windows. So I have the Mac version and I'll tell you the first, and so I stopped using the YouTube account that's um attached to my Gmail address. So I go into YouTube completely, okay. completely anonymously now. They don't know me. They don't know what I like. Nothing. They don't even know where I live because I put VPN on over all this. So my server looks like it's in another state. And that would be uh, that would be interesting <laughs> to see. Like that would no, that would seriously be interesting. Uh, and now I'm going to do it. But, I'm going to I'm going to download. But no, it'll, it'll actually. Why are you actually tell you something interesting? I was it'll actually tell you how many third parties are accessing your crap while you're on other browsers. Well, I was on a 20 minute YouTube video over a hundred. That's it's fantastic. Terrifying. Good to know. I was just saying that I would like to go into YouTube anonymously and see what they suggest for me, you know? <laughs> Because uh, I get some weird suggested videos. Oh, I want to turn you guys on to this real quick. Hopefully, I'm still on the Internet of Things. I'm clicking around a little bit. I like the YouTube. I really do. I wish they could get it together. I wish they could actually be uh, polite and good and wonderful and not mess with me. It is. Are you still there? Mm-hmm. Uh, check out this song when you get a chance. It's by this group called Pinback. And, and the name of the song is Fortress. It's one of these things where I discovered this hunk of new music. This thing's from 2007. It made me feel so old. <laughs> but, like, I, I threw that up on the site the other day. The name of the group is Pinback. The name of the song is Fortress. You can see it at theloftestparty.com. And it's a, it's just a good s- song. I just uh, – it's 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 wild. It's uh, uh, not, not Shopify. Oh, my God. Spotify. I'm losing my mind, fighting a cold. But yeah, I'm all about, I'm all, I would love to go into, uh, I would love to go into YouTube anonymously and just to see what's really going on. And what, because it's like, you always, you always have to wonder like, what are they pushing? What are they saying is trending? I know I've seen this, you guys, I've, I've seen, uh, I know my, my tweets are getting throttled and I know my, uh, recently and it's it's like the sad thing it's like i'm always we're all about the algorithm here we're all about the algorithm and no one really knows what it is there's a lot of thoughts and suggestions and it seems like there's some a certain amount of truth to it like on facebook now that we're over 10,000 followers and we're over 9,000 likes it's like we have a bigger reach and and i'm just wondering when the hammer's going to fall on that but i think once 
when we we when we got over five thousand subs, <laughs> when we got over five thousand subs on YouTube, that must have tricked uh, tripped somebody's alarm. Because I look at the analytics and I look at the views and it was just boom, boom, going gangbusters. And then you can actually pinpoint the day where someone at YouTube went, oh, this this won't be happening. And they just throttled it way down. They throttled mm-hmm. it way down. But like, I, I guess I have Stockholm Syndrome because I'm like, OK, that's 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 the game. I'll continue to play. I will continue to play. Uh, so if you're not going to. You know, let my videos go there where they're supposed to be. I'll just go to comedy clubs and, and let people know and they can they can find me there. So, oh, my gosh, make your plans now, you guys. Tampa, Florida. If you're listening in Tampa, Florida, if you're listening in Orlando, Florida, uh, I'll be seeing you in early July, July 10 and 11th. We changed the name of our little show to make it even more obvious. It's like you push me, I'm going to push back. <laughs> it's now it's now the MAGA country comedy. MAGA, like I'm going right at it. I'm going. There you right go. I'm just thoroughly embrace. Yeah, if you, because they're like they're not letting us on the radio. They're not letting these like and even conservative talk stations. And this comes full circle. I I, I intended to talk about so much more today, but like the whole ad uh, Vox adpocalypse, it opens up such a huge can of worms. It's like listen, uh, Carlos Mazza is coming at this from a media matters thing. Before he before he launches his attack on Crowder, he waits for the right time. He gets the right people behind him. He gets the right groups involved. They they circle the wagons and they go in full tilt boogie. And that's what the right just doesn't yeah. seem to get. It's what the right doesn't seem to get. No. I don't. I'm not, I'm not talking about boycotts, but I'm talking about like, hey, when people when people are actually doing something, when people are actually being proactive, if somebody's having a a, a pro Republican pro conservative bike rally, you better start talking about it. That's how you get people. That's how you get people excited, and you get people mm-hmm. organized. This whole sitting back and all we're going to do is react. Oh, look! Look at the wacky progressives are doing now. Hey, if you sit on your ass, you, you think long, you're going to play wrong. Get out there, get into it, start your own agenda, do your own narrative, support support the endeavors like the MAGA country comedy show. It's fantastic. Holy smoke! What else did I want to talk? Oh my gosh, we have to spend some time. About these uh, these uh, tariffs on Mexico, I loved. I, I love this. I love the outcome of this. I love everything about it. It's just, in my mind, it's it's common sense. And Trump did it. And everybody, even the people on the right, this is horrible. This is the sky is falling. Da 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 da. Just such losers. Leverage. Such absolute losers. And hey, look, it all worked out. Hey, mm-hmm. look at that. Now, 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 uh, the the president of Mexico he gets to declare victory that he hey he took the bull by the horns and he dealt with the the evil meanie Donald Trump and they came to an agreement and they're going to start patrolling patrolling their own borders. How about that? How about that? An idea, isn't it? Seriously, and it's just well, madness. they've got the this sixty on the right attacking Trump. They've got this sixty thousand person force that's made up of their federal agencies and local law enforcement that's now called the National Guard. It's meant to fight drug trafficking. You know where all your drug traffickers absolutely are? Where? Headed towards our border. <laughs> Go yeah. get them. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Go, Go get them. That's the other thing that just I find completely I find completely 60,000 people. Are we are we talking like the uh, like deaths by? No, uh, that's the number of their national guard. They're sending ten oh, percent yeah. of them to their own southern border. I thought you had just read my mind. I thought you had just read my mind, and I was a little scared. There was no. a little bit of clenching in in my butthole because I thought, oh my gosh, you can read my mind. No, here's here's I the can't. part that gets here's the part that gets me. Like how many people? And this is this is not even funny. This is just this is just sad, really. That like so many people are dying. Uh, of drug overdoses and, and a good portion of these drugs come across the border. Now I've seen these Fentanyl fights. Yeah. I, I've seen these fights on Facebook uh, where people go, Oh, they'll just use ladders. Oh, they'll just dig tunnels. Oh, they'll just use planes, you know? Okay. Yeah, sure. And we'll have to go after that too. However, uh, a slatted fence and we'll call it a wall, but if it just slows down some of it, if it just if it just slows down some of it, isn't isn't that 
worthy of uh, that's a that's a, a good endeavor. And if and if the side benefit is, you know, you can funnel these people into checkpoints, you know, and it's like you can still walk into a U.S. embassy. Like if you're legitimately if, if like you're, you're trying to flee for your life, you can still walk into a U.S. embassy and get asylum like none of that is going to change. But if, if we can just slow down some of the drugs and try to get a handle on it and and like the numbers are staggering of how many people die every day. And it's just incredible to me. And it, it, it really bums me out that like Democrats and Republicans, they know this and they're not doing anything. And and that's to me, and I'm not getting into like, oh, he's playing 3D chess or anything, but that's part of like the, the wonderful part of Trump and these tariffs. He's like, okay, so I'm not going to get the Republicans to do anything. I'm not going to get the Democrats to do anything. Maybe I can get Mexico to do something like that's there's there's something very, very noble about that. I, I, I legitimately think that I'm going to use this leverage on Mexico to try to do something now if it's not getting any media coverage. But they're they're legitimately they're they're stopping people from the Congo from mm-hmm. coming in. They're yep. they're capturing dozens and dozens of people from from Africa mm-hmm. trying to sneak in. It's not this is not Boy. this is not an orange man hates brown man. This is a we need to know who's coming in. We need to know what's going on. I'm so I'm so pro wall and just shame shame on all the uh, the so called conservatives who were all gloom and doom with oh the, the tariffs and this is bad and blah blah you guys gotta they need to get it together it, it it's really disgusting it's really and you don't hear about the deaths you don't hear about the americans who are dying like someone just died right now bing there you go because we it's we can't not, stop drugs it's not even just that though when you look at their last election 113 candidates for office were killed by the cartels what we are doing by not fixing our border is almost assuring that we literally have a failed state to our south. Yeah. Those, uh, the cartels take in profits equivalent to a Fortune 50 company every single year between human trafficking and drug trafficking. It is, uh, it's, now it's, we have, it's gross. Now we have on the border these little cheek swab DNA tests. A third of the children during the trial were with an adult who was not related to them in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> it's uh, it's like to, Democrats to even, don't care. To even if they don't, they don't. Eighty percent of women and girls are abu- are sexually abused during that trip. Democrats don't care. They don't. They don't. And they, oh, look, these children are dying. Yeah, the one that came across this morning who was with an MS-13 gang member that wasn't a relative of theirs has the freaking chicken pox. They're bringing these kids sick. They're bringing them across the freaking desert. They get malnourished. They get dehydrated. They come to our border, and they have serious, serious problems by the time they get here. It is absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah. And Democrats don't care. But here's what they did. They I'm going to hammer that throughout the next year and a half. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm right there with you. And that's when people went during the 2018 midterms. People like, oh, my gosh, why is Donald Trump talking about illegal immigration? Why is he? He should be talking about the economy. Thing, 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 thing. And those are the same doofuses who thought Hillary was going to win the election. The illegal immigration is the number one thing. That's the number one thing. Everything else is is hot garbage. So you had, in my opinion, in my opinion, you had the mainstream media in cahoots with the Democratic Party, as per usual. And during the 2018 election, they got a bunch of people concerned. They're like, holy smoke, our president is being led around by the nose by Russia. It's Russia conspiracy. He's in bed, Russia, Russia. And like, if I were, if listen, if I were to lean to the left and every, and every night I thought, holy smoke, the, the president is an agent of Russia. Like, uh, yes, I'm going to vote uh, some Democrats in there. Somebody's got to keep an eye on him. So that's how I, I, I legitimately believe that's how uh, the Democrats did as well as they did. They didn't even do that well. But that's how they got control of, of the House back was on was it was all based on a lie. So now I am ready. I am I'm full tilt boogie, uh, illegal immigration, illegal immigration, illegal immigration. Well- I'm writing something this week that could like end my life as I know it. So, oh, for the loftusparty.com, you're writing a wonderful uh, article. You don't want this one. 
promise you you don't want this one. Oh, you'll be surprised what I want. An open um, letter to the GOP chairwoman, Senator Purdue's campaign in the Georgia GOP. I am the white college-educated woman who lived in suburbia that you're looking for. Yeah. I swear yeah. to God, I could go end-to-end in this state and make my case. And even if you can't vote for Trump, you damn well better vote for David Perdue. David <laughs> Perdue, love his chicken. It's the wrong Perdue. No. I'm talking about my senator. Okay, my senator. He put a... the Rays Act up for immigration. You like him. Uh, I would, I would, I would. There's a couple <laughs> things that I want to touch on really quickly as we, we come into the home stretch. We got sidetracked, but that's one of the wonderful things uh, about the show. Uh, keep looking into the Hillary Clinton email scandal, you guys. Keep looking into yeah. that. There's there's new stuff uh, coming out about that whole investi- investigation and how it was not uh, done well at all. And it seems like Romania, uh, there was a Romanian domain that tra- that was traced mm-hmm. and had all of it, had all of it. And the FBI well, is and- like, oh, all of all of her emails were everywhere. And so, uh- Anytime Sidney Blumenthal's name comes up, it's never a good thing. It it is not. I'm just I go through I, I I bookmarked some some tweets that I wanted to talk about, and so I'm 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 still paying attention to this whole uh, Hillary Clinton FBI thing. We got to keep that well, alive. I, I know it's like lock her up and oh her emails, but it was bad. It was a lot. It was. It, I was, think it was a lot way worse, worse than, than, we than thought. anybody thought. Yeah. Well, and, the, and now the Mueller report has some serious issues coming up. Oh, oh, were, were there oh. editing conversations? Oh, they were editing conversations. They were calling people Russian assets who were actually U.S. assets. Yeah, there's some problems. Uh, yeah. Everybody go read John Solomon and Andrew McCarthy. John Solomon's got it all. <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah. It's fantastic. Oh, and I can recommend this one to you. Uh, uh, oh, no, that, that, that one's just for me. <laughs> But here's a here's a really crazy one. Do you want this is uh, this is not comedic at all. This is really ter- this is really. Do you remember Pizzagate? Yeah. And how everybody's like, oh, that's, you know, this, that and the other thing. Oh, and- that 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 dude that was a major Mueller. Yeah. Child. Yes. That whole thing. Yeah. What was that all about? Holy smoke. I saw it last night. You guys. Uh, if you're listening to this before they take it down, this was on, uh, this was on Twitchy and this guy's Twitter handle was at Dr. Pizza and he's doctor is just DR. So it's at D R P I Z Z A. And this dude, uh, real big in the tech industry, real big commentator, but like, why do you call yourself Dr. Pizza? And he just got like straight up busted Mm -hmm. trying to get. Uh, it was an FBI sting. This FBI agent was posing as a mom who was going to uh, let this guy, Doctor Pizza, molest her kids. Yeah, that was that was that was the sting. That was the sting. And boy, he was all up on it. And there was a, another one too that was that was actually a Mueller um, a Mueller witness. Oh, there's it's 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 so bizarre. It's so bizarre. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't like, but holy smoke. And not like, I don't want to be, you know, deplatformed because you mentioned Pizzagate, but I'm like, how weird is that? How weird is that? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Okay. So I want to talk about Godzilla. George, Na- George Nader. That's the other one. George Nader. Sure. It's like, mm, 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 mm. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Okay. So here's the other thing that's been bugging me. And then I want to talk a little bit about Godzilla because I saw that in, in Rocket Man and Dark Phoenix and yada, yada, yada. So uh, this whole defend democracy thing, it's it's all over Facebook. That's the latest thing. Constitutional crisis, defend democracy. It's always funny. And I'm not going to engage these people on Facebook, but it's just like it's just hilarious. And I was talking about this last night on stage. It's like <laughs> we have a system of checks and balances, you guys. So no one has to worry. Uh, about our republic going down. No one has to, they, they keep saying that, oh, Donald Trump is, he's attacking a democracy. Democracy, we're, yeah, we're now, fine. I'm we're sorry, good. no. The only people I hear about eliminating the electoral college, packing the court, um, 
and actually fundamentally changing the institutions of our democracy are people like Kamala Harris, Joe Biden, and Elizabeth Warren. Don't talk to me about a constitutional crisis. And booty judge. And booty judge booty is judge. talking about we need a Turns 15... out he was a desk jockey in the freaking military. He was not on the front lines in Afghanistan. What? Yeah. A politician is misleading us? Tell me that. <laughs> okay. He went to Afghanistan, but he had an office job. He went to Afghanistan. He went to Uzbekistan. He went to some guy named Stan. <laughs> See what I did Jeez. there? I know. I did. Oh, hey. and if you haven't seen the friendship bracelets, did you see this? No. For National Friendship Day, Joe Biden's account tweeted out two little friendship bracelets with Joe and Barack on them, like some kind of like desperate, per- desperate twelve-year-old girl wanting someone's endorsement. It was pitiful. See, I'm I'm friends with him. I'm friends with him. Boy, I tell you. <laughs> Oh my god! I was just like, "What?" Were you were you in on the whole friendship bracelet thing back in the day? No, I was not. That was oh. after me. I'm I'm older. Oh, I dug them. <laughs> I dug them. Girls, girls at the pool, and they're like, "Here, I made you this." Like, oh! <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. That's uh, just that's goofy. But okay. now, who did uh, who did Barack just sign another huge development deal with? Uh, no, I forget. I know Hillary and and Chelsea are doing a Hollywood production company. Yeah, Bar- Barack has. Did his he do one deal. like Spotify or something? I don't it remember. Might be, it might be, but he's yeah, he's got his thing at Netflix. Now he's got a thing at like Spotify or, or somewhere else. It's another. Yeah, I, I'm you know, actually platform. boycotting Netflix now. Hillary read- has a big production company. You're boycotting Netflix. Yep. Once the producers of um, what's my show? You know Stranger show. Things? Yeah. Said they refuse to film in Georgia anymore because of our heartbeat bill. I said, I refuse to watch the third season of your crap, Ben. There you have it. I am there so sick it. of these people thinking that they get to tell me what to think. They don't. Well, we've come Enter- full circle. Entertain me. That's we've all come, I want. We've come full circle because the yeah. girl from Stranger Things was the star of uh, Godzilla. Oh, yeah, she, she was. was. Mm-hmm. And uh, boy, they, they didn't do it. They didn't do it. I wanted them to do it. I wanted them to have a great Godzilla. They were off to a pretty good start with Godzilla uh, from 2014. And this mm-hmm. was all supposed to take place in the same universe. You're like, okay, they're doing like uh, an Avengers thing. They're going to have Godzilla and King Kong and everybody's in the same universe and the story continues. But uh, this latest Godzilla movie was a, a was not a good movie. The effects I'm were sorry. there. It's great. Well, it's it's a wonderful example for people who love movies of – you can film whatever you want. You can film whatever you want. Technology is amazing. You can have all these great actors. However, if the story's not compelling, it just kind of sits there like a turd in a punch bowl. And you're like, that's it, it's it's a shame, really. It's a shame. Uh, and it's it's dying at the bottom. There, there was no great uh, – there, no, there wasn't a big social justice warrior to it, aspect to it at all. However, uh, if you're a Godzilla fan like I am, I'm thoroughly – like. I love that stuff. You need to see a movie called Shin Godzilla. S-H-I-N, Shin Godzilla. It's on Netflix. It's on Amazon. It's probably, well, yes, it is. It's my favorite Godzilla movie now of all time. So sadly, uh, they can't do it right. I think they had someone in charge of Godzilla who maybe didn't love Godzilla and was new new to the genre, but it's not doing well at the box office. The other one uh, that's not doing well, oh, we're almost out of time. Maybe we should wait till next week. I'll just tease it a little bit. Uh, Rocket Man's falling off. Uh, I don't think anybody has a big, I don't know. I, I just don't, I've never been fascinated with the life of Elton John. I just never have. And I was really never fasc- fascinated by, oh, Queen. It's like, eh, good music, whatever. But like uh, Dark Phoenix, uh, word on the street is it's got a real big social justice aspect mm-hmm. to it. Uh, they're so they're, here they come again with that agenda. And people are like, they're just not into it. They're just not into nope. it. And so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Here's the one I'm excited about. The movie that I kind of really want to see. It's I think it's called Yesterday. Okay. Uh, it's a you got to watch the it's a really it seems like it's just a fun, light, good. This guy wakes up 
And he's literally the only person on planet Earth who remembers the Beatles. Now, he used to be in like a Beatles cover band. He would like play Beatles songs at the local pub in England. So he knows all the Beatles songs. Hands down, he wakes up one day and he's the only guy who remembers the Beatles. And so people think that he's writing these songs and he decides to go with it. <laughs> and it, it just looks like a really good time. So uh, I want to see that movie because I think that's where we are now. I think that like the great tidal wave is pushing back where people are like, like you just said, just entertain me. I entertain just me. Have Don't let I pay you to entertain me. I do not pay you to lecture me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to have fun. I just and, and you know it, what? What Disney's stupid CEO said the same thing. I'm not seeing the next Star Wars because I didn't like the last one that much. Yeah. Oh, and Disney saying they might not be able to film in Georgia. That's what I'm saying. But Guess have, what? Yeah, I don't have, have no to watch anything having... you make. But they're gonna like do a theme park in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we're we're Kiss so invested. my you know what. Yeah. They, oh, just say it. Say ass. Okay. That's the show, you guys. We had so much fun. There was more we wanted to cover. I wanted to get into Godzilla and that stuff more and more in depth, but we'll do that next week. There's always going to be another show. It's fantastic. Our our numbers grow. Our numbers grow. Uh, I'll probably do like a little call to action video soon on Facebook because I do have a plan. I do have a direction for where this is all going. It's all it's it's all fantastic. And I, I can't thank you guys enough. If you've ever considered, and this is this is just about the the Vox ad co- ad apocalypse. If you've ever considered supporting us on Patreon, now be a good time. <laughs> now would be a good time. Just better safe than sorry. You're all wonderful. We got two videos every week on YouTube. We got stuff on Facebook. There's wonderful, wonderful stuff uh, at theloftestparty.com. You have to go. You have to go. I'll, I'll close it out with this. You have to go to uh, firearmguards.com. Use code word MAGA. And you have to check out the pictorial we have of Laura Crane, one of the hottest surfer chicks on the planet. <laughs> we got the best stuff at the website. I love you. Have a great week. Ta-ta.